Empires and Billy West. Or Stimson J. Cat or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg, and I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your old Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! Recording. What the hell's going on? Oh, there it goes. There it goes. It just was being weird. All right. And the episode, Rick and Morty, all, the mar- all the friggin' microphone problems. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Rick and Morty, do you think since they're making uh, remaking Mulan that Rick can finally get some of that Szechuan sauce? Oh, jeez. You know that's what's going to happen. I hope so. Because uh, he wants it bad. Yeah, he really wants that Szechuan sauce. <laughs> Yeah, that's what it's all about, Morty. That's did what you, it's all about. Did I'm you, gonna get me some of that McNugget <laughs> sauce. Did you did you watch that trailer? For Mulan? Yeah. Uh I saw it with the sound off. Uh Same. because I actually never saw the original Mulan. Oh really? Um Yeah, really. It's a beautiful looking trailer, I'll give it that much. Um, I still gotta watch it with the sound on, but the visuals of it, I'm like, wow, this is a beautiful looking movie. If if uh, I see anything more about it, I maybe might be interested in seeing it, especially I since I never the saw the original same, one. I actually had the same kind of thought, because I was like, this kind of mm-hmm. reminds me more of a... So, by the way, this is Two Broke Geeks, guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And didn't they, oh, didn't open the show? Yeah, yeah. Two Broke Geeks. I'm Matt. Yeah, I'm Justin. But yeah, I watched that first trailer mm. with the sound off, and I'm like, this is like a PG-ish version of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Um, Kinda. I mean, I was. <clears throat> I mean, most of the Disney remakes have like looked pretty good. Like the Jungle Book was a great looking movie. It was actually not a bad movie to watch, but like Beauty and the Beast was pretty, but it wasn't very good. So. I don't know. Well, of course, like, this Mulan one, might... lot, all I've been seeing lately is everyone's mad because Mushu's not in it. Uh, right, but it looks like they're trying to... One of the things is with the Disney remakes is they've been like, oh, they're doing just the same story over again. They're just doing the same thing over again. Why even bother? And then this one, they're like, well, let's try something different and do... Because actually that Mulan story is based on like an old Chinese folk, t- like the Ballad of Mulan, I think it's called yeah, originally. It's ba- yeah, and and actually a lot of the Chinese, like when the uh, original cartoon came out, a lot mm-hmm. of the Chinese demographic were very offended by it because it kind of felt like they mocked uh, yeah. the whole story. So, this looks like they're kind of going for a straight kind of like historical piece telling the same story just without like the mystical elements. A talking and dragon like, and a wisecracking talk- cricket. Yeah, yeah. So, so no Eddie Murphy. No Eddie Murphy, thank goodness. Honestly <laughs> though, like Mulan was never really one of my favorite of the Disney cartoons. It was fine. Yeah, like I said, I've I've only ever heard that it's you know not bad but not great. Yeah, and then so. but then it's definitely 
gotten whew, the the I've been the Twitter has been all over mm-hmm. these Disney things lately because oh, everyone's mad at this because there's no Mushu or whatever. But then yeah, right. they started an argument about like how it's <laughs> accurate to the cartoon Cough Cough Little Mermaid. And I'm just like, fuck oh, God. off. No, no, no. I That is one I definitely... Because there is no... There's nothing to talk about with that. It is just not... It, anybody mad at that is just a racist. Yeah. There's literally no other argument. There's no other argument. No matter what. I saw someone try to be like, oh, you're okay with race swapping? How about a Snow White Pocahontas? And I went... You, no, you're not. You don't understand anything. I'm not even going to argue with you. It's it's so bizarre. When they when I heard who they announced for uh, mm-hmm. Ariel for that, I was just like, oh, cool. I looked her up. I'm like, she looks cool. I mean, really. Hard I heard to she tell. can sing. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't look at any videos of her singing, but I read that she sings very well. So. Yeah, and so the fact that she's African American, I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm not, I'm not opposed to that. I think it's a fine choice. I've said it before. When it comes to changing the race of white characters, there's only one character in my mind that should always be white because I think being white is part of his identity. And I think that's Bruce Wayne because Bruce Wayne comes from very old money. And if you look at his, like Bruce Wayne's story is a story about being a privileged white guy, basically. Yeah. Like his family has money, has had money for so long that they've had money since black people weren't allowed to have money. (laughs) Like... He is literally the only white character. And I, you know, obviously Batman is my favorite character, but if I just stand back and look at it, he is kind of a story about white. Any other white character doesn't have to be white. Like it just, they happen to be white because when they were created, no one was thinking about anybody but white people. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, it's just very bizarre. I mean, and especially with something like Little Mermaid, like so, there could mm-hmm. only be white mermaids. Like that makes no yeah. sense. I saw um, our friend Hillary. She posted a video of Titus Burgess. You know Titus Burgess? Yeah. Uh, singing "Poor Unfortunate Soul," and it was like, well, he's got my vote to be Ursula. By f- well, actually, it was really funny because I saw one person put up a video of a side by side, and it's like, okay. Hear me out. And it's Ursula and then Guy Fieri. <laughs> <laughs> if I thought he could actually act or sing, I would be fine. Because the original Ursula was based on a drag queen. Yeah. Ursula is based on Divine. So, oh God, I would love it if they got an if they actually got a man to be Ursula. You know, a man in drag to be oh, Ursula. That, that would be that's already like thrown out there as well as um, right now someone's running a a campaign to make Idris Elba Triton. That would also be fun. I'm oh, like, cool. cool. I can go with that. Oh, yeah, man. Now, and I like The Little Mermaid. It's one of those movies I grew up on, like even though it was quote unquote a girl's movie. Like I've always enjoyed it. Um, 
But now the more we're talking about this remake, like if they could get like a drag queen to be Ursula and get Idris Elba to be King Triton, I'd be like right there in the theater. I'd be like, all right, I'm here to see this little girl's movie. <laughs> Carry me. Wait, who would be who would be Sebastian? Sebastian's animated, I would assume, so it would have to just be a voice. Whose voice do you want to come out of a little crab? Oh, that's a good question. Does it? it, it, it is he going have, to he doesn't be have like to be Rasta. a? I was gonna say, does he, is he going to be a weird? caricature of a jamaican person I okay he doesn't not. have to be a weird character weird caricature of a jamaican person could just be anybody's voice um the rock <laughs> the, the, the rock be sebastian <laughs> yes i mean he's doing yep. everything so might as well right he does everything anyway and it would just be his voice and I want Flounder he's doing to be that mo- Finn Wolfhard. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about Finn yeah. Wolfhard a little bit more later. Yep. And then there's a yeah. Scuttle. Let's, let's, I want, I don't know why, but Mindy, uh, Mindy Colling, I want her Scuttle. Oh, gender swap Scuttle to be a, yeah. a female? Yeah. That would be all right by me. Yeah, I could, I could be down with that. That would work. I just now, I just really want, like, because of all this racist, like, she can't be black thing. I really want the director of this movie to make, like, all the races as mermaids. Why not? They're mermaids. They're fucking not even real things. They're freaking mermaids. I know, but I just want it to be blue. Yeah, I just want I just want to be a big middle finger to the people out there that are like, no, why'd you make Ariel black? (laughs) Just like, no, they're all over the place. No, they are. Yeah, I mean, like I said, they could be blue or purple or they're mermaids. Who cares? Yeah, (laughs) it's gonna. Yeah, and then. There's another Disney thing that just came out, or at least a tra- the new trailer mm-hmm. for the new Maleficent. Didn't see it. I didn't really like the first one. I never so. saw the first one because I was like, I don't want a backstory of how she was kind of good and now evil and now whatever. I kind of like... Oh, there's no evil to it. She ends the movie still being a good guy. It's, it's a weird movie. Even worse. Um, I didn't like it. It was a weird movie. Um, I know it was pretty well received by a lot of folks but i personally didn't well like there's it, a sequel so. yeah i know yeah not for me yeah nope skipping that one. Oh, maybe we should talk about a movie we did see yes yes because yes. brother spider-man far from home <laughs> there is some stuff to I chew on in that minor... movie I had some, yeah, I had some minor complaints, but the overall... I did too. Mm-hmm. Uh, overall, oh, damn, this movie was good. Yeah, I, uh, I'll i get my complaints out of the way real quick so we can really talk. I thought the first act, um, boy, I wish this movie hadn't had to carry all the closing up of the Infinity Saga. Yeah. Oh, God, because that first act with the in-memoriam 
thing and the explaining of the it, boy it took a long time to get going yeah i felt like they could have tightened it up a little bit uh just because it's like i felt yeah it just felt so like it was just felt like it was too much juxtaposition and i'm like even if they didn't put it all mm-hmm. even if they spread it throughout the entire movie like bits and pieces of it i would have been mm-hmm. better off with that than like cram it all at the beginning so that we yeah. just get rid of it. Like, I liked that that explains why... I, I mean, it's it's a thing that Aunt May works with uh, the homeless. It's even in the video game and everything. But I like that she became active in that cause. A, because somebody had moved into her apartment in the time she was gone and she yeah. blipped right back into somebody else's life. By the way, I think calling it the blip is kind of funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and B, because she felt like, oh, wow, look at all these displaced people that need help. Like, I thought that kind of gave her like a nice little... I mean, it's nice enough that she wants to help the homeless. You live in L.A. You know homelessness is a huge problem yeah. in this country. Uh, but it, it was just like one little extra thing to get her involved in that cause and give her that. I mean, not, not that she's in the movie a ton, but it gives her that. That yeah. kind of lines up with what she does in the comics. I actually, <clears throat> because that was the biggest problem a lot of people had with mm-hmm. Endgame was how are they going to explain everyone that came back mm-hmm. and I thought they did that in the best way possible I don't think it was a perfect yeah. but the explanation was wise I'm fine. like this is this is passable it was fine I just I said it to somebody else on Twitter the, the everything that was Spider-Man centric in this movie I friggin loved and all the greater mcu stuff i was felt like was just not i did not care like i i know they kind of yeah yeah i was gonna say and this is gonna go in the spoiler territory right off the bat Um, oh yeah we're spoiling this movie if you haven't seen it just in case but it's been out for almost a week at this point by the time you hear this it's been out for a week so yeah but like the the end credit scene i'm getting sick of end credit scenes now just being these like joke oh inflating the universe yeah so especially because mm-hmm. they have to keep it moving since this is the last movie of this phase before the mm-hmm. next one and having it be yeah. involved revolving around the scrolls and like a comedy act yeah I'm, and i'm just like uh, ah screw this bullshit I mean, it was fine that it was setting up sword, uh, which yeah. I assume that's sword. Um, I would, I would, that would be my assumption. But it was lame, and showing that, I mean, looking back on the movie, it actually kind of makes a little bit of sense that that wasn't the real Nick Fury, and, and it Maria wasn't Hill. the real Maria Hill because. Um, like when he says something about Captain Marvel and Nick Fury goes, don't you even invoke her name? And, yeah. Um, there's something else too, like the 
Somebody else pointed this out to me, and I didn't even think about it that much until it was pointed out to me that, boy, he just seemed extra Nick Fury in this movie with, like, his, bitch, please, you've been to space yeah, it was all it that was, stuff. Yeah, it was, it was less Nick Fury. It was more dumb Fury. Like, there was stuff about right, but it, it was I was just like, wow, this is a little weird. It was, yeah, looking, but then once you see that end credits, it's like, oh, this is, like, what Talos thinks Nick Fury is like. Yeah. I don't know. It also it, pl- it also plays into the fact that Nick Fury got fooled by Mysterio. Yeah. Which, because by the way, that was something yeah. that was something going into the movie I was like kind of wondering. I'm like, how does Nick Fury after being fooled by a cat. Hydra, which I can kind of understand, then go ahead and get fooled again by Mysterio. Like, that would just make Nick Fury not very good at his job. As well as, well as being fooled by a cat. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was well, when he yeah, was younger. But still that's, fucking stupid. That's before he became... I even can forgive that. It was dumb, but it was before he, like, became Nick Fury, you know? Yeah. So, But really, like... For me, this movie, Jake Gyllenhaal is <gasps> holy. Cr- yeah, the, the he Dude. was a great Mysterio. Like they did such we, a great job with him. Who boy did we predict pretty much everything yep. wrong about Mysterio? <laughs> holy, yeah. cr- that came out of nowhere, and it was better than anything i thought it could possibly be yeah long because my initial thought was no they're from the same he's from the same planet and he's actually working with these guys or or they're manipulate their manipulations but i assumed he guys like there was like a group of them working together i thought like his master of illusion thing was like he could maybe have a I never actually expected to get him making illusions and the way they, cause I didn't, I'm dumb. Apparently I couldn't think of a way it could work and they thought of a way it could. I thought maybe he had like a superpower where he could like make water look like it was a water monster or oh, something, yeah. you know? And so, but the fact that they used barf and his whole plan is because he hates that Tony Stark called it barf. (laughs) (laughs) It was freaking great. Oh, man. And then it was all like ex-Tony Stark employees who thought Tony Stark got more attention than he deserved and more acclaim than he does because basically mr i mean to- mysterio's mad that he called it barf but really he's mad that tony stark took credit for it and stuff like that basically uh so i saw this on a twitter uh twitter post and i was like that makes sense because like in spider-man homecoming uh mm. the they like they both both vulture and mysterio are not necessarily wrong mm-hmm. with why they're doing this, but their intent, their intentions are right, but going about it is wrong. So like, Vulture's right. more the kind yeah. of guy who's like the blue collar guy who all their jobs are being taken by the wealthy and the mm-hmm. super powered and whatnot. Whereas Mysterio, all the back is more the the Silicon Valley kind of people who work in the backgrounds and get no recognition for 
all their stuff. So they're mm-hmm. trying to find a way to get well, to I mean, the limelight. He works with the guy, the one of his hench people or one of the members of his crew is that guy Obadiah Stane yelled at in the very yeah. first Iron Man. Tony Stark built this in a cave yeah. with a box of scraps. <laughs> oh, but the the Mysterio reveal, like after Peter gave him Edith, which also great. Even dead, I'm the hero. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that was pretty great. Uh, the reveal where it just slowly the whole restaurant starts like going away, and it's oh god, it was so good. <sighs> what else? What else? All right, so um, what was I talking about before we lost contact there? No, but like overall, oh, like yeah. especially the end, the end battle with Mysterio, mm-hmm. like the yeah, battles, that was, that was holy shit, dude. The one where they're in Berlin and Mysterio yes. like full on is using the the little drones to. Fool Peter with God, that was good. <laughs> it was such a like, especially because like they played so well into it with a like he was able to infiltrate as Nick Fury and then mm-hmm. just uh, just nonstop like making him like rethink like everything in his life. Yeah, it's just yeah, oh, with his whole um good way. Oh. Well, even the, I mean, the battle he ends up, um, well, at the end where he go, oh, we're, we're going to have to talk about the end. We're kind of jumping all over, but even at the end to the point where Peter has to ask Edith, is this real? Which I have a thought about that, but we'll talk about it in a minute because I don't think we're done talking about the bulk of the movie yet. Yeah. I mean, like the majority of this movie just besides the fact that uh, the 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 first act was very slow mm-hmm. for the most part, uh, yeah, was was really cool. Besides that, I thought besides that, like Mysterio, like of the MCU, mm-hmm. for some reason, majority of the better bad guys are originated out of Spider Man. Oh yeah, well it's because he's got some of the best ones anyway. Well yeah, yeah. I mean, but like they've done such a great job in terms of oh yeah, taking their character like Vulture and Mysterio mm-hmm. have. I'm like they are leaps and bounds beyond most of the <laughs> villains in mm-hmm. the majority of the rest of MCU. It's like Thanos, and then like yep. Vulture and Mysterios. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Loki. <coughs> yeah, I mean Loki. Yeah, Loki. For part of the, um, for part of his appearances, anyway. Yeah, but then like besides that, I actually liked a lot of the character development and the majority of the characters. Oh like, yeah, totally. I said it about Homecoming that I hated Ned. Mm-hmm. And I fucking love Ned and Betty in this. <gasps> they were so fucking good. <laughs> That was I was like, oh my god! Just the whole chemistry, and it took me forever to realize that the girl playing Betty was from Black Mirror. Yep, 
Um, I'll say this. God, I love the MJ they're making. I I Just love this character. MJ. Yes, she's a great character. I love her so much. She's not MJ. She. She's whoever she is. She's great. I freaking love her. I loved her even more in this movie. I love when she goes, "You're Spider Man," and he goes, "No, no, I'm not. I'm not Spider." And then he realizes he messed up. He finally realized when they, you know, see the um, generator there that makes the illusion. The, the illusion, yeah. And he goes, "Okay, I am Spider Man." And she goes, "Wait, what?" Wait, he goes, really? "I'm Spider Man." She goes, "Really?" Because I was only like sixty-seven percent sure. <laughs> Yeah. I love their chemistry. Like those like so Tom good. Holland and Zendaya throughout this movie are such a great, like little cute little romance thing going on. It's so yes! good. But it's I so just good. would love it if they would just cut the cord and like, okay, this is an MJ. They've said it already. They should have just given her any other name and saved and introduced a real Mary Jane Watson somewhere because I love that she like Loves the flower, the black dahlia, and the only reason she loves it is because of the murderer. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then when they're like, "Oh, we're gonna go, we'll go to the Eiffel Tower," you know, they think it's used as a as a mind controlling device that causes a bunch of people to commit suicide. <laughs> so you don't want? Oh no! Of course, I want to go. <laughs> she's a great character, <laughs> and like you yeah. said, she's great with Tom Holland, and you know, her and Peter great and i why'd you call her mj just call her yeah. anything <laughs> it drives me crazy but then like uh the other kid that's trying to get with uh mj throughout oh the kid that at the beginning they showed up he um he, he was, was like, like the... kid and he's five years later <laughs> <laughs> oh god and i also like they did a thing in this movie it was super subtle because he's obviously not a main character and he's barely a support but they did this subtle thing with Flash Thompson that I ended up really enjoying where they show you that he's really just like a super lonely kid whose parents try to solve their lack oh, yeah. of attention to him by just throwing money at him. Like yeah, the when, very... when he goes and gets picked up at the end and he's like, hey, and it's his butler. Oh, and he goes, his mother not coming? And the butler just shakes his head and he just goes, oh, I was like, Oh, like all of a sudden now, like it was so subtle, but it was a great little piece of character development. Like he's a bully and he has his whole like trying to get attention from his flash mob thing and everything. It's like, it's, it's like, oh, it makes sense. Like his parents are just rich fucks who, who ignore him. Yeah, it's uh, this movie's damn good. And like, you know what else I really loved? I thought was really funny. Happy and Aunt May. <laughs> that was cute. It was really funny. Like when Peter's on the plane, he goes, you know, Happy, I think we need to have a serious talk about you and my aunt. Yeah. He did look on Happy's face. Uh, and then even Happy got like that good moment where he throws the shield and it totally misses. And he goes, how does Cap do that? Yeah. And, I also um, really liked. I know it's kind of backtracking a little. I also like that they didn't invoke that this is a multiverse. Yeah, like, totally. I was very happy when there was like 
when they were like, yeah, it's not a multiverse thing. And I was like, oh, thank God. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree with Even that. Even though I too. was a little sad because I was really hoping, like, Molten Man and Hydro Man were going to be, like, real characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I'm like, I love those characters and I think it'd be great, but oh, it makes sense as... But yeah, mm-hmm. the, yeah. the more I think about it, man, this movie keeps... I, I wish I had the money to go see it a second time. Me too. Because it's totally worth it. Like I said, all of like the exactly Spider-Man-centric stuff was... Uh, I think I ended up... Initially, I think I gave it like a B plus because I do feel like the greater MCU stuff kind of pulled me out. And there are some parts like... I, we're fo- but like... Uh, like that whole scene on the bus, like where he, after he, by the way, really weird scene of a full-grown woman ordering Peter Parker to strip. Like it's. I was just like, yes. <laughs> like it, it's like in my like teenage boy mind, like that is still in there somewhere. I was like, oh, I wish. But then the other part of my head is like. Oh, that's minorly inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then like, what's his name comes in and takes a photo, and then mm-hmm. that whole that whole scene where he actually sends a drone strike on him. Yeah, I didn't like that drone, and I didn't like. Oh God, they put in the chaperone teachers way too like JB Smoove, yeah. continuously talking about witches. Not funny. Uh, <laughs> what else was it? Uh, Shit, I had one more thing. Oh, and I did really like the joke where uh, Flash is in first class having a glass of champagne. And MJ goes, uh, stewardess, uh, he was blipped. So he's technically still 16. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, uh, oh, some of those jokes with the blip were funny. Um, oh, that's it. My little brother is now my big brother. Weird. <laughs> But I think the biggest, as we go into full-on spoiler, like even more so boy, spoiler, that we, we have to talk about like the implications of what happened. Like, <gasps> oh, God. Well, basically, first... Mysterio won. Oh, by a lot he won. Yeah. By, which is part of my, I mentioned earlier, like uh, Peter says, Edith, is this real? And she says something about all drones are offline, which the implication is that there's no drones left to, one of two things happened here, and I'm not sure which it is, and I'm not, I can't, I don't think I'll be sure. No matter until the next movie comes out. Because there is a point in that final battle when all the drones are becoming visible and everything. Where someone, one of the guys says to Mysterio, you sure you want to do that? Like everyone is seeing this right now. And Mysterio says they'll see exactly what I want them to see. Yeah. Uh, So whether he, he's either alive or dead. And I'm not sure either either way, he knew that he probably wasn't gonna get out of there. And that's why we get that scene where Peter is exposed to the whole world. Yeah. But I'm still not entirely convinced anymore that he's dead, because if he are if he had Edith, even if he lost it, that doesn't mean he couldn't have done something to it that could still make it seem like he was dead even though he wasn't 
You know well, what I mean? Remember, well, remember, he had drones. He had some sort of thing beforehand. Be like, right, even before he, he had Edith. Yeah, so those might have been on a separate network. Right, so either he really it's died. Not to Edith. So either he really died in that whole video. By the way, out loud in the theater when it was J.K. Simmons <laughs> as J. Jonah Jameson, I went, yay! Yeah, I did the same thing. <laughs> because there's quite literally no better casting ever than J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson. They're just not. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's just... Go all the way back to the original drawings of J. Jonah Jameson from the original Stanley Steve Ditko run, and it looks like J.K. Simmons looks now. You know what? Yes. Yeah. And it's just, it was such a nice relief throwback. I was so happy. Yeah, I was so happy when I saw that. I can't. But yeah, but, but besides that, the fact that now everyone knows. Oh God! When Peter Parker spiraling, I was like, "Wait, what?" When that came up, and Peter did the "Holy fuck!" You know, yeah. the same joke they pulled the last. I was like, I had the same reaction. I was like, "What the fuck?" Just where is the next movie? Give it to me. You better be starting that next movie right now before. Well, we I have, I have a theory. Um, mm-hmm. I was talking with another with an, another Instagrammer yesterday about this. Okay, because he mentioned it, and then him and I started going back and forth. Mm-hmm. As because the Netflix characters cannot be used until twenty twenty one. Right. You could introduce. They have a perfect bit here where they can set up Matt Murdock to represent Peter Parker. Uh, for like if they do like a trial thing. In this, about like mm. Spider-Man killing Mysterio or whatever, mm-hmm. um, we were going back and forth about. I'm like, that's actually a really cool idea. And then, like, for a villain, get like someone like the Chameleon who like keeps trying to frame like Peter Parker or Spider-Man in different instances, right? Like that. That's where we're thinking it might go to start. Maybe. Maybe. Although I, mean, I did I really also enjoy... just, yeah, I did also just read something. Hang on, I'll find it real quick. It was oh, was um... it John Watts wants Craven in the next film? Yes, yep. Which yep. I'm fine with that too. I make would... Craven hunt the the government tasks. It's Craven to if... hunt down Spider Man. Especially if they know he's Spider Man, and they apparently everybody thinks he and. This is just so freaking... And it, I love that it's J. Jonah Jameson framing him because that's what J. Jonah... J- also, by the way, love the update that J. Jonah Jameson is now basically friggin' um, Alex Jones Infowars. It's not the Daily Bugle yeah. newspaper anymore. It's dailybugle.net. And he's now I love like... It. Oh, God, I love that he... Oh, God. It's so good. <laughs> Such a good movie. God, I just, loved it. God yeah. damn it. Yep, that is. I want that next movie. Like I said, I want that next movie right now. <laughs> yeah. So bad. 
By the way, uh, anything else to say about Spider-Man before I, I just have a one small piece of breaking news we'll talk about um, in a minute? Um, nothing else I can think of. Uh, I, I'll just be putting up ideas of what I think. I, I'm I'm very much in the camp that the next movie, if it has Craven, I still think Matt Murdock, mm-hmm. you could introduce him as a lawyer, maybe not necessarily Daredevil, or even just go straight Daredevil, like Daredevil and like Daredevil and Spider Man take on Craven. Mm-hmm. That could be good, yeah. Yeah. So there's that. All right. Well, now I want to go see it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, real quick, I'm just going to say this is just like a quick thing. Uh, They just cast Marilyn Manson in a unspecified role in the new adaptation of The Stand. Okay. Yep. All righty. I don't know who he'll play. I'm thinking maybe Trash Can Man, but... Anyway, that's just something I wanted to say in case anybody was interested. We're but we, man, there's too much Stephen King shit happening. Yeah. And so anyway, as much we as got, I love Stephen King, they mm-hmm. the only way you're really gonna impress me, and I mean ridiculously impress me, because honestly, I'm already gonna love it chapter two. Mm-hmm. Is someone make a horror movie a, a good horror movie off of Maximum Overdrive? Oh God! Do it. Overdrive. Speaking of horror movies, before we move on to Stranger Things, which, by the way, I have to tell you right now, just for quick sake, before we do get to Stranger Things, I've still got like 15 minutes left of the last episode. Leanne and I were watching it yesterday and had to turn it off. So I know everything that happens up to the they close the portal and the monster turns around from chasing the station wagon to go back to the mall that's where we had to shut it off cuz we were uh so you got to never ending story yes saw never ending story okay. mm-hmm. yep okay yeah anyway um could you fucking explain to me blood harvest please <laughs> so uh my dad found this film Right. And it's an, it was made in 1987, uh-huh. uh, the year I was born. And yes, me too. It's a bad, it's a bad horror film. It also goes by the name Nightmare. And my dad told me about it because he watched it. And he's mm-hmm. like, you need to watch it. It's Tiny Tim as a clown. And I was just like, sold. Because so- I saw you post about this a couple times, and I saw that like upside down, crazy looking illustration of Tiny Tim as a clown, and yep. I'm like, this cannot be good. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good. It's hilarious how bad it is. Okay. And but the funny thing is, Tiny Tim's not a is a creepy clown but he's not the killer in this instance he's just some crazy guy in clown makeup uh, uh, but he's on the uh, okay yeah i know yeah all right it's, it's weird it's basically mm. ba- the basic premise of it is a uh, girl comes back from college mm-hmm. uh and a the big thing is like her, the, like her family are a bunch of farmers, 
And mm-hmm. for some reason, they never really explain why, her family has drove a bunch of other farmers out of business. Um, mm-hmm. And and then uh, her neighbor, who is a farmer, and her and his brother, Eric and Mervo, who is Tiny Tim... All right. Keep showing up, and Mervo is like always in clown makeup and being super weird. Uh, yeah. And his brother Eric is like always hitting on the, the daughter. She uh, she doesn't know where her parents are, and one by one, people she hangs out with keeps dying, and they keep trying to tell you. They keep trying to make it seem like it's Mervo who's doing it. But it's clearly not. It's clearly Eric, and he like tries. It's it's fucking bizarre. I was hmm. like, "What the fuck?" I even t- I even text my dad. I'm like, "What the hell?" And he's just like, "Isn't that movie special?" I'm like, "It's special, all right." All right. Well, uh, well, I'm glad you watched it, so I don't have yes. to. <laughs> Although I saw on one a scale of the- from one to the stuff, I would say very much the stuff. <laughs> Alright, alright. Oh god, did you see the stuff on the marquee at the movie theater in Stranger yeah. Things? Oh god, that made me laugh so hard. The the mar that whole marquee was cool, like the Back to the Future, Return to Oz, which that movie is not for kids. That movie is horrifying. <laughs> yep. I know, uh, and I love how the kid—the first film the kids sneak in to see—is Don is Return of the Living Dead. Yes, I loved that they. Or no, it was uh, Day of the Dead. Day of the Dead, one of yes. the Romero films. Yep. Yeah, and so Day of the Dead. Uh, and by the way, this season of Stranger Things has an excellent soundtrack. Great soundtrack. Uh, mm-hmm. John Masari's Killer Clowns from Outer Space score is in there. Yep, sure is. Yeah. Um, yep. This, this is a very... I, I have two... Two and a half complaints about this season. Okay. And one I can't tell you. <laughs> Alright, well, we'll talk about it next... Like I said, I've got like 15 minutes left, so we'll be able to talk yeah. about it eventually. Uh, the other two, very... They're mi- they are minor compared because this season was pretty damn good. It's really good. I like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The only other complaints I had was... There was one moment where they're trying to find Dustin. And... I'm not going to remember their names. Finn Wolfhard's character... Mike. I'm bringing up the, Mike and... God, Mike, ah, oh, what is his name? I'm trying to think of the moment you're thinking of. Otherwise, I'd be able to tell you. Mike and um, Will? I just need the or... cast. It might be. No, it's. I just need the cast because it'll help me. Mike and Lucas are fighting. Okay. Uh, over Coke. Like the new. Oh, Coke. new Coke? Mm hmm. And I was like, this just brings us to a screeching halt. <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty it's weird. An obvious. Yeah, because it's an obvious product placement mm. for the new Coke that is out now that is a Stranger Things version mm. that you can get in Walmart or whatever. Mm-hmm. I hated that. That was a little weird, yeah. And then the never-ending story bit. Yeah, I didn't like that either. I'm glad I'm not the yeah. only one. It was... Um, it was they funny did... at first. <clears throat> yeah, they didn't need to do the whole song. Right. 
I was fine if they just did like a bar and then it was like it would be a throwback later. But the fact they went through a whole song mm-hmm. through it, I was like, oh, come on. The whole song of it was too much. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. But I did Other like... Other than that... <clears throat> I did like that uh, Dustin's girlfriend ended up... Um, being real? <laughs> not, not just being real, but like he obviously like... She's a young kid, like judging, like he kept saying things like, oh, she's, you know, hotter than Phoebe Cates and everything like that. Like I kept kind of expecting her to be a more, obviously she was like nerdy looking, which just means they put some glasses and like funny pigtails and a kind of geeky nightgown on her, I guess, but probably pretty normal for the eighties. I don't know. Um, but she did it like I was just for whatever reason I was kind of expecting it almost to take a joke turn where she'd be more. It really was plain, I guess. But for yeah. like a like a young girl, for like Dustin, I mean for Dustin, probably like a good pole brother. Like if I was his age, I'd be like, oh yeah, your girlfriend is pretty after all, kind of deal. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there was a lot about this season that was just like. Looking back, I'm like, damn, like mm-hmm. they they had so much going, but man, and it's there was a some... very very uh, this one this season definitely has some of the best horror stuff they've done in the whole series too. Oh, totally, yeah, yeah. Um, and <clears throat> actually, I was actually I actually find it kind of funny and interesting that they like focus a lot on like the relationship between like Mike and Eleven mm-hmm. and. Lucas Hopper and, and Joyce. Pop- oh, and Lucas oh, Hopper and Joyce. Yeah, Hopper and Joyce. Oh, oh Hopper. Yeah. <laughs> Ball hugging jeans and that great big mustache of his. Yeah. Oh, man. He was. Uh, <clears throat> spoiler alert, everybody. He was um, not high on my list of characters that was going to die. So the fact that he did die was surprising to me. Can we just talk for a minute on how Joyce just gets the shitty end of the stick? Yeah, poor Joyce. Like everything bad yeah. has happened to I mean, bad stuff has happened to Will as well. Will yeah. has put up with a lot of the uh, but uh yeah, poor Joyce. But like she fell in she love with uh, Bob last season. Yeah, and then this season she's finally coming around to maybe the idea of dating, and then Hopper dies. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? It's. <sighs> yeah. It's yeah. It, I don't. There's a lot, man. I gotta say though, when you first see the mind flare. Oh like, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I was I, at first. I was like, oh, this is gonna be like where it's gonna turn. I half expected throughout this season the rest of the experiments show up again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I was like, I'm well, glad because they I'm like, wow, I'm I'm glad they didn't either because like that beginning fight with like eleven the mind flayer, I was like, there has to be some way that they can because it just seemed like a little much for her. Yeah, except it turns out it was a great, just a great big monster season, which is yeah. pretty cool. Um, the first scene, oh, want to talk about good horror? The first scene when Nancy and um. Oh God, I know this, and I'm blanking. Nancy's boyfriend. What the fuck is Thomas? His name? Uh, is that his name? Is that his name Thomas? 
No, god damn it. Now I'm doing the same thing. I'm blanking like you were on Lucas's name. <laughs> yeah. Hang on. Will's, hang on. Bro- have, Will's have... brother. Hang on, hang on. I have I know. I'll get Jonathan. It. Jonathan, yes, thank you. God, I, I was like, I could think of Robin, and I could think of Steve, and I could think of Nancy, but I couldn't. Billy. And Billy, all the old, all the older kids I could think of, but I couldn't. Okay. Um, yes. Uh, when Nancy and Jonathan find the old lady eating the manure. Yeah. There was something real disturbing about that scene. I was like, oh, that's really well done. There was a lot of weird, disturbing stuff in this season where you're mm-hmm. like, you're like, what the fuck? By the way, speaking of Steve and Robin, they're a ton of fun. Steve and Robin are, Robin's my favorite. Robin's she was, great. She was like a stand-up. Dude, the scene in the bathroom where Steve finally admits to Robin that he likes her and she comes out to him was so yeah. well. Because he takes that, be- and this was... Just in terms of like good character development for Steve, like he takes that beat and she goes, are you alive over there? Or, and he goes, yeah, I'm just thinking. And then he immediately switches to, you have a crush on that girl? She's so terrible. Yeah. Like he immediately, like he, it was that great. was great. God, I love that scene. It was wicked good. Yeah, that was a real, like they, they took some real strides and. Like turning a bunch of archetypal characters on top of itself, mm-hmm. and then there's Billy. Yeah. Ooh, can I can I mention one of my small problems with this season? Is yes, I really annoyed by Lucas's sister Erica. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Oh my god. I she well, was she, probably my least favorite character in this whole season. I was just like, oh my god. They gave why her is this? some really funny moments like the the whole child endangerment thing i thought was really funny um where she's trying to negotiate they took it too far and, and then they just kept taking it too far and it was like oh you 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 just kind of went there you went right up to the edge where it was funny and then you went over it <laughs> yeah i was not a fan of like i was fine with the idea of Let's put Erica in this because I know they said that was a big thing from season two mm-hmm. was put Erica in season. She'll be around more in season three. But I think they took that a little too much because they yeah. were like, oh, the assumption of everyone's going to love Erica. And but most people did. And they're all. And it's just, mm-hmm. oh, man. Yeah, I was just not a fan of, of like that her usage throughout the show. Yeah. Yeah. But I love, like, I still love Nancy. Like, Nancy's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, took me a minute to realize that that, uh, that uh, Gary Busey's brother. No, it's his it, son. Was in, that's his that's son. His son? Yes. Yep. Well, then. Sure is. Yeah. Well. It's his son. Um, <clears throat> and I still. All the kids involved in this show, I still think, are just some of the best. You always think, like, kid actors always get kind of shit on. But, God, these kids are good. They're really they good. They are. Um, especially Millie Bobby Brown. I always forget she's actually British. 
because she's just so good at her American accent for being only 15 years old. Yeah. And you, so, like, she really, like, she's one of those characters, like, I forgot she was British, too, when I was watching, like, Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, she does a really good job. She's a great actor, uh, as is Finn Wolfhard. Um, that kid that plays Will, I don't know how they do it, but boy, in real life, does he look a lot older than he looks on the screen. <laughs> like, I watched an interview, I watched a video... Last night that was him, Finn Wolfhard, and Millie Bobby Brown. And it, I had to do like a double tick because I don't know if it's like that bowl cut they give him or what it is. But in real life, he looks so much older. It's, than, it, it's definitely mostly the hairstyle. It's got to be. Like, because I'm looking, I was at, like, I'm looking at photos of him right now. Doesn't he look uh, so much like he... In Stranger Things, is, Will... I mean, obviously the way he plays him, because Will is obviously um, the most emotionally uh, underdeveloped of all his friends, because he uh, there's that great scene where uh, Lucas and Mike won't stop talking about girlfriends, and Will just wants to play Dungeons and Dragons in his... <laughs> His, his wizard outfit. In his wizard outfit. And he gets mad and uh, it was it Lucas or Mike that said to him, no, I guess it was Mike said, what did you think? We were just going to stay kids forever playing games in your basement or playing games in my basement. And Will said, yeah, I guess I thought I did. Um, and then like, very, Will, Mike Mike says to Will, it's like, well, it's not our fault you're not into girls. Yeah. Is Mike, is maybe Will gay? I don't know. That's if what they we, are. That was a weird way to set it up. That's what Leanne was thinking. I was like, no, I think it's just that he's like, in terms of Not sexual maturity. Enough. Yeah. I yeah. think he's just behind his friends in terms of like puberty and stuff like that. Yeah. Cause I was having the same, I was having the same conversation with myself. I'm like, did they just outed Will? Yeah. Like, I think what? he just, I think he's just not like there yet. Um, yeah. Regardless, th- this all started because I was just so shocked that Noah Schnapp looks so much older than the character of Will By- <laughs> than the character of Will Byers. <laughs> it's one of those things. It's kind of like how I realized that uh, that Docker Montgomery who plays Billy is actually a handsome dude when you take away that stupid mustache in his 80s hair. <laughs> His little, his weird pedo mustache. His weird pedo mustache, yeah. Although, um, when he was hitting on Mike's mom and, like, trying to get Mike's mom to go to the hotel. Yeah. And she didn't because she saw her husband and daughter in the chair sleeping. I was like, I looked at Leanne and I'm like, her husband's, like, so, like, I feel like, even though Billy's got that pedo mustache and hair, like her husband just looks like an old, boring white guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man, I really like the last fifteen minutes mm-hmm. that you still need to watch. I'm gonna get um, there. I'm gonna get there. Also, yeah, real quick, I ended up not caring that hopper died mainly because 
Hopper seemed like even more of a he was dick, a dick this in this. He was a dick this season. He was not good this season. Like, he, I don't even like, his, exactly. His whole character was weird. Like, I was thrown yeah. off by it. His whole character was weird. Like, I, I ended up being fine with it. I'm still not entirely sure why Joyce agreed to go on a date with him, even though I still feel bad for Joyce for having bad things happen. At the same time, it's like. Boy Hopper was weird this season. So, and I don't know if that was to make us not care that he died. I don't know what it was. It was weird. <laughs> I think it's I think it's one of those things where they like th- there was like a little thing that went out over Twitter about um uh Evan Rachel Wood posted Oh, cuz she got mad about how toxic that, he was. Yeah. And mm. someone responded to be like, "Yeah, that's the point." Like, like they know mm. this, but like it's a, it's like it it's not just a mass it's not master anything like this. Like no, he, they still don't like it's it's a it's a Maybe. thing where it's like we don't they don't expect you to they don't want you to feel for Hopper because he yeah. is definitely like yeah he was oh boy he was way crazy this season. Yeah. Which was not... I mean, he was always, like, a grumpy guy. But you gotta think, like, he's gone through... He's gone through a lot, too. Yeah, he's gone through a lot. Like, two seasons of monsters and weird shit happening. You know that would have to fuck with someone. Yeah. I guess being the surrogate father to a child that can have mind powers. Yeah. I suppose. It it was just one of those choices, but... uh, it's not a big deal. It was just something I was saying. Your na- your grandmother died. Nana died? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also thought, and God, they're, they're like just goofy, weird side characters, but um, the, uh, the Russian guy, Alexei, and the former reporter who is now the conspiracy guy, who lives in a bunker? They were real oh, funny. Yeah. To, they were funny. They were like they were, you know, like like I said, they were kind of like goofy, weird, comedy relief side characters, but it worked. So, well, I, considering I how much them. like weird, considering how much weird like um, like dark shit. Like there are some moments in this, like mm-hmm. when Billy gets the. Head of the head of the newspaper's daughter infected. Yeah. Ooh, yep. And then like that one scene where they just like they chloroform the, her parents mm-hmm. and just drag them away. I'm like, that's terrifying. Yeah, that one. That scene was pretty terrifying. The other one that I thought was really. Uh, oh, you want to talk about a scene that I thought was super effective was when. L goes inside Billy's memories and it's showing his life just getting worse and worse and worse as she gets closer to like the eye of that mental storm when he got possessed by the mind. Like it starts all kind of nice with his mom and then it just shows his life getting worse. And I was like, Ooh, this is a good scene. Yeah. I will say this. There is a mid credit scene in the credits. I did hear... I, I read something about that. I don't know what it is. I just read that it existed. I'm going to tell you right now, 
and you will probably disagree. You might agree. I don't know. You might disagree. But that's my other complaint. Okay. Is what that does. What that shows. I'll let you know. I know that. I know that right now there's some conflict about how long this show is expected to be. I think the I heard one more season. Well, the Duffer brothers, I guess, have said that they only planned for four, but I believe Sean Levy, who's one of the producers, has said five. The Duffer brothers swear up and down four. Sean Levy, I believe it was Sean Levy. I shouldn't be calling him out without... It was one of the producers. It was either Sean Levy or the other guy, but at the off the top of my head, I can only remember Sean Levy's name because I feel like it was him. Said five seasons. So there's either one or two seasons left. I probably am going to go with the Duffer Brothers on this one because it's their show. They created it, and they do a lot of the writing and stuff. So... Hopefully the producers... I'd rather it go out on the creator's way than on the producer's way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, fantastic season. Yep. Um, uh, there's right... I think this it's open this week. It might be done. Um, but on Hollywood Boulevard, they put up a replica star court that you can walk through. Oh, that's through. cool. Mm-hmm. And it's like it goes through scenes of season three of stranger things like you're at the Mm. you're at the pool you're in the movie theater you're at scoops ahoy which a couple of baskin robbins out here that's cool switched their names and called scoops ahoy that's cool oh one scene i did love just because it was super extra geeky i love when max is uh teaching l about wonder woman it was short. Oh, yeah. That it was, was there good. for like a... She was like Green Lantern or Wonder Woman. <laughs> yes. Elle chose Wonder Woman. And I was just like, oh, this is a good... Oh, comic books. Yay. Yay. Everyone's happy. Mm-hmm. Yep. So if you haven't watched it yet, sorry if we spoiled it for you. Uh, but... Yeah. I did mention spoilers because, yeah. Yeah. And I'll put a spoiler you, alert in there. Uh, yeah. In like the Did title you watch or something. the newest episode of Swamp Thing yet? I am two episodes behind on Swamp Thing. I plan oh, on shit. Yeah, I plan on watching though. I've I had a busy week last week. Um, I plan on watching. Well, get those. ready because team. I guess the second half of Young Justice comes out this month. I think it already has. It has not. I checked yesterday. Oh, okay. So it comes out later this month. Okay. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I think I'm going to watch, uh, what time is it? Yeah, probably when we're done recording here, I'm going to go up and watch some Swamp Thing. So, um, I know that people are still liking it. It's still fucking good. Like, the last episode I watched, I'm just like, it just makes me angry. It's like, we talk about it every time, I talk about it like Mm -hmm. every time we talk about it. But it just makes me angry of how they're setting up so much cool shit that we're probably not going to see. I am curious because here's I have only one theory about how Swamp Thing might come back uh, because this whole uh, this is going into some business stuff. It's not necessarily super interesting, but DC Universe was made before 
AT&T bought Warner Brothers. So they yeah. committed to one season of Swamp Thing, one season of Titans, but then before the AT&T purchase was complete, they renewed Titans for a second season. So they're ma- that's why Titans already has a second season. They committed to this season of Young Justice. Uh, they committed to Stargirl, which is in production. One season of Doom Patrol. And uh, one season, I believe, of that Harley Quinn cartoon, which is coming out pretty soon. So, so far, they have fulfilled all of their commitments. They've done the one season of Doom Patrol. They now have their one season. Or they did their one season of Doom Patrol, which everybody loved, but they haven't said anything about a season two. They did their one season of Young Justice. The second season of Titans they committed to is in production. Uh, Stargirl's in production. And the Harley Quinn cartoon is coming out soon. So what I am wondering is if now that they're owned by AT&T and are planning for a Warner Brothers app, I'm wondering if maybe someone somewhere is looking at the DC app, looking at the Warner Brothers app, and wondering why they can't be the same app. Yeah. Which I would sort of hate, even though I wouldn't hate... I don't hate the idea of the Warner Brothers app uh, because it looks like it's going to be... God, I hate buying more streaming services, but so far they announced that it's going to be like only a little bit more expensive than just having HBO. HBO is like 16 bucks a month right now. And the Warner Brothers app with all of the Warner Brothers stuff plus HBO is going to be like 17 bucks. So yeah. Um, but the only reason I don't want DC Universe to go away is because comics. So they'd have to figure out how to get the comics worked into that Warner Brothers app. <sighs> Everything has to be connected in some weird way. I haven't read comics in a while. Yeah, no, I haven't either. But uh, everything has to be connected in some way, but only because... There's still a rumor out there, and it's hard to say if it's true... Because it's not official. But it's out there that maybe DC Universe is underperforming in terms of subscription base. And so if they... Oh, no, that's totally part of it. So if they folded it into um, the Warner Brothers app, that could drive up subscriptions to the Warner Brothers app on top of the people that are going to get the Warner Brothers app anyway and they would just not have to run two apps basically yeah or run two services I well, there's still also would the ha- possibility that Amazon might tr- or AMC actually I should say AMC might grab Swamp Thing that would be fine too which I'm like yeah if that's the case do it because I think think HBO already said no on it. Huh. I could be wrong. I know that CW is not going to do it, obviously. It's too expensive and it's not that type of show. Yeah. Yeah. 
uh, fun random thing to say. I was just because I was just looking at some stuff for Comic Con and exclusives. Mm-hmm. It's not even really Comic Con exclusive. It's just something cool. I don't know how big you are on these, but uh, Mondo is releasing uh, pins for Ducktales and mm. Chippendale Rescue Rangers. I don't do pins, but I do like Ducktales and Chippendale Rescue and Rangers. And Darkwing Duck. Ah, oh, Darkwing Duck. That's one of my favorites. And I am a pin person. I don't have a lot of them, but oh, I'm not so, only oh. because I don't own the right things to put them on. Yeah, I have like a jean vest that I put mine on. Right. Yeah. Uh, have you seen some of the San Diego Comic Con exclusives yet? I've seen most of them in terms of uh, everything NECA is putting out. Uh, the Pops, I don't think Funko had anything interesting just for San Diego this year. Personally. They have one I want. And it's Jaws with a bloody oh, Jaws with Quint mm, in his mouth. That's right. There's that. I forgot. That is the only one that looked interesting. Uh, but then uh, I know Hot Toys just put out uh, a, a group of Comic Con exclusives. Oh, is uh, the the Stan Lee one right in the? There's a couple of or them. Is, uh, well, there's there's, a... there's Two Face from no, that's from the Dark Knight. That is oh, that's Toy uh, Fair exclusive. That's Toy Fair. That's not yeah. That's it's still an exclusive though. Oh yeah, the Stanley Guardians of the Galaxies Volume Two. Hmm. Uh. Upgraded Spider-Man. No. No. Oh, just real quick. Neca continues their trend of making me very mad <laughs> by announcing that that sweet sweet Batman versus Alien 2-pack is only a New York City Comic Con exclusive. Yep. Of uh, course. Do, I just about flew through the roof when they announced that. I was like, you've got to be shitting me. Everything's freaking exclusives. And I've said it on this show before. I don't hate the idea of exclusives. But I feel like exclusives should be variants of existing products rather than hoarding products other people who can't... I don't know. Like, I don't begrudge people who actually manage to get to the con getting cool stuff. Like, they got to the con, they deserve something special. But... You're also pissing a lot of people off when you do, like... Oh, here's this really sweet shredder and splinter and foot soldier set that you can only get at the con. Uh, I uh, I just I'm looking at a thing right now for uh, Hasbro's putting out a Marvel Vintage Legends uh, Incredible Hulk figure. Oh, that's cool. It's oh, it's sick. It's like an old. It's like in one of those like old like gray scale. Nice. Uh, old school kind of cartridge pack. Oh, damn it. Did you see the... Uh, I thought this was actually... They did the uh, Marvel Legends 2-pack of first appearance Wolverine in the Hulk. Yeah. Those were I both... I want that. What's that? I kind of want that. Yeah, they're both good-looking figure in uh, Especially the Hulk figure. 
Um, surprisingly, a lot of the Hulk figures kind of suck. So, so when you find the good ones, it's like exciting. Yeah, because the only ones that are from, at least I'm seeing their San Diego exclusives uh, from Hasbro at Marvel Legends is, uh, is, um, I'm looking at them right now is they put out a collector and grandmaster figure. Eh. Um, and they don't look that great. And no. yeah. And it's, just, it's like, they come in like a bigger package cause, Oh, it's a two pack mm-hmm. that you can buy. Yeah. But it comes with like a little, like grandmaster has like his scepter and a chair and the collector has Cosmo in like a case and like an alternate head. Eh. Okay. Nah, not for me. I don't even like. Yeah. yeah. No. Of course, now yeah, I'm going to spend right. the rest well, of the day probably looking at toys. I know. Well, almost as bad as like I saw on the uh, Facebook page for Newberry where you used to work. They're having the buy one get one half off Funko sale. Yep. And I was like, ah, buddy, I might be going to Newberry soon. <laughs> <laughs> I I probably won't because I I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I still have a couple days. Like I still have a couple days of not doing much, and I'm trying not to go places. Yeah. Like because I will buy things. Like um, I did say in our last episode I was gonna go and hopefully see Midsummer. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that yet. I've read good uh, I don't really about have it. the money. I have I I've been hearing amazing things about, it, but I'm like money wise, I'm like I just can't right, right now. Yeah, I was thinking about going because to, tomorrow's my day off. I was thinking about going and seeing Far From Home again, but I just I can't do it. I gotta stay home tomorrow. <laughs> like I can't yeah. go out and even that. Even though I get into the movie for free, like I can't waste the gas to get there. I gotta make my gas last to the end of the week. So. Yeah, and I'm just to, like, I just can't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As much as I want to. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> Such is our life. This is why we do the Two Broke Geeks. <laughs> exactly. All right. Hey, you can get a Felix the Cat Pez dispenser from Pop. No, thank you. But it's Felix the Cat. I know, but Pez dispensers? Get out of here. <laughs> Come I don't on. know how any... I'm still not sure how that's a... Because Funko oh, is dude. also putting dude. out a Snow Miser and Heat Miser Pez dispenser set. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I'm on McFarlane Toys right now. Oh, no. And they, they've put up a couple of interesting ones. Like, there's some Stranger Things figures uh mm. labyrinth figure and then some harry potter ones that come with their patronus yes mcfarland does uh mcfarland does have some pretty cool i never thought i'd be wanting harry potter figures but mcfarland does have some pretty cool harry potter figures coming this out. hermione grangers look pretty cool even though i don't really care much for harry potter i know uh they're um Lord Voldemort looks awesome. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know. This is what we've become. It is. Although I have seen the McFarlane uh, Stranger Things toys. I think they have them in 
Walmart, they're fine. Like, I'm probably not going to buy them ever, but they're, I've seen them. They're fine. Yeah. Damn it. Now you've got me on McFarlane. Oh, well, I'm not going to look at toys while I'm going to end the, I'm going to end the show now so that I can go look at toys. So people don't have to listen to me look at toys. Although, did you see just one more real quick thing? You have seen the McFarlane dragon, right? The uh, Game of Thrones ice, or not, not the ice dragon, but the undead dragon. Oh, that thing is so fucking cool. Pretty, pretty freaking sweet. God, that thing is cool. Drogon, uh, or Viseron rather. And oh yeah, yeah, so cool. And I also have the, um, McFarlane Arya Stark. You were with me when I bought that actually. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I remember that you went a little nuts that day. <laughs> I did. I went a lot nuts that day. I bought yeah. a lot of toys. It was pretty. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that's our show for this week. We've gone on long enough. We will be back next week with more stuff, probably if you know everything goes well. Goodbye, everybody. I will either see Midsummer or Crawl. Maybe Crawl. The the new alligator film right okay now i remember yeah and i swear i am gonna watch those episodes of swamp thing and finish stranger things yes all right goodbye everybody later The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment in conjunction with Atomic Geekdom. Find us online at twobrokegeeks.com. We're available on iTunes, Google Play Music, and the Satchel Player app for iPhone and for Android. Please subscribe to us on one of these services and leave us a review. It really helps us out. You can also help us out by following us on Facebook, facebook.com slash twobrokegeekspodcast, following our Twitter at 2BGpod, and following us on Instagram where we are also 2BGpod. Find Atomic Geekdom online at atomicgeekdom.com and on Twitter at Atomic Geekdom. Thanks.